Union of the Unknowns, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of modern culture, presents a weekly digest of current events that may have slipped past your radar. This is not your mama's news. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the program. I am your host, Kielthor. With me today are the unknowns. She's a lady of sophisticated taste and <laughs> maybe on a little bit on the struggle bus. Ashley, think she repeat. Good evening to you all. And we have a sh- we have a skeleton crew today. So we've got Justin the Ism Cant, America's sweetheart, uh, rounds it out. Just the, the three class of us. skeleton. I'm the class skeleton for the skeleton crew. Love sure. <laughs> all right. So on. The Union of the Unknowns presents Not Your Mama's News. We bring you stories from the week that you may not have heard. And uh, so today, I believe Justin has some kind of uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe X-Men story. Um, Pretty close. Um, So I know you've watched the latest Marvel movie. Have you guys, are you, have you heard of the YouTube sensation, Mr. Beast? I have heard of him, but I'm not familiar with what he does or anything like that. He's the smart guy in the X-Men, right? Jumps around and hangs by his feet. Blue. Yes. Lots of hair. Yep. Okay. I know what you're talking about. I'm on the same page now. So he's actually the number one YouTuber uh, in the world right now, which I was just saying, like, I'm old enough to remember when... That was PewDiePie. Uh, and they we lost him right when he was getting good. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so Mr. Beast, I mean, I don't know his backstory, uh, but he's doing pretty well now. Let's just put it that way. Um, so he gets so many clicks from, like, he'll do things like go to Walmart and, like, pay for groceries for every single person in the store. Or, Whoa. Yeah, he does just like weird shit like that. Uh, I think he's like giving cars away to, you know, driverless people. That's yeah, the new I, term. I heard uh, he, he like, I've I've never watched a Mr. Beast video, but I, I've heard people talk about him before. And uh, one of my coworkers was telling me a story about he would draw a circle on the ground and something like, Whoever the last person is standing in that circle, he gives a car or a million dollars or something like that. Yeah, he does a lot of just like silly stuff like that. And then he shoots basketballs at him. Yeah, and it's just like out of the circle, something like that. I mean, I haven't watched any of his content personally either. I just see what the the going arounds of the interwebs. Uh, But so his latest stunt was actually something pretty cool. Uh, where he paid the surgery cost for a thousand people that had uh, blindness, curable blindness. Uh, I believe it's cataracts uh, mm-hmm. surgery. Wow. Which is, I'm pretty sure I remember that marijuana. No, that's glaucoma. That's yes. like glaucoma. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to give blind people a reason to be able to get high, man. Anytime, definitely. <laughs> I'm sure they. Uh, well, you know, you never know if. Is there any proof that smoking weed won't cure blindness? 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm not a scientist. You should conduct some uh, field research. Well, I think then I'd have to blind myself, which is actually a trend that's been going around the internet for some time. People that are trans-disabled, so they intentionally disable themselves. No. Yes, sir. It's like whether, like, I've seen people that put bleach in their eyes so that they go blind. No. Yes, sir. Wait, is this one of those TikTok challenges? I think it's more along the lines of just the same mental illness that goes along with, like, the trans tree person and just the whole rainbow flag of retardedness. The trans dog people? Well, (laughs) (laughs) she never did anything wrong. What uh, I had heard stories of people that were um, like furries that didn't want to have use of their hands did that kind of thing. Like they would burn their hands off with dry ice or damage them so severely that they would have to be removed. And I remember reading, I think it was an article, who knows? It It could have been like a Reddit post. I don't know. But it was really disturbing to me. Like, it made me feel kind of nauseated to read that somebody would do that to themselves. It was... Well, especially when you could just, like, make a fist and, like, wrap a couple things of tape around it. Like, hey, you no longer have use of your hand. Duct tape your fist closed. It's it's disturbing that somebody would do that to themselves. It really is. Well, I was was going down a YouTube rabbit hole uh, a little while ago. And it's just this, like, guy that... uh, does like dumb like tiktok trends and stuff and like makes fun of it and one of them was people filing down their teeth that's a that was a tiktok trend and that that actually made me like internally cringe like so they were filing their teeth down why because they're retarded well now i've that's filing your teeth goes back millennia but that is in a shape well, that's that's if you want to be a, a fierce warrior, you can you can do that sharp spile them down to uh, like in points. Mm-hmm. So you got pointy teeth, and you can bite people while you're. I was gonna say we called that those people vampires, not yeah. not fangs. So I've seen that, but I I have not seen people just filing their teeth just to file their teeth. You mean like flatly, like just. I want shorter teeth. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. It was like a six minute video. I thought I could handle it. I build it like two. Ah. I wouldn't have even clicked on it. I just can't. I can't. I can't watch that. Your teeth? I, I cannot. I normally wouldn't, but I was like, I had nothing else to watch. So I was like, okay, like, let's see how dumb this is. Yeah. It's just something about teeth and needles. Like, I can't do like either. Even. On like TV shows where it's like, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia when Charlie's pulling out his teeth and they just come right out. Even that oh, was yeah. enough to make me like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of real worrying trends out there. Yes. Um, but so, Mr. Beast. Yeah, I was gonna say the good trend is this guy. He's just out there making money, just giving people free shit basically helping people 
Um, it's really just like capitalism at its finest. Um, he gets, you know, money for literally just going out and helping people. It's kind of like how they sold government to you, but the complete opposite. Well, I mean, he's, he's entertaining people with his, you know, what do you call them? The, the ha- like the happy stories on the news. The, the feel goods. The feel good stories. Yeah. Now, yeah, do we know how he made his money, though? I do not. Um, he's only 24. Um, so I don't know if he just started out as like a YouTuber and started getting money and, you know, or if he just comes from money, I wouldn't be surprised if it was the latter opposed to the former. Um, but, uh, spoiler alert, he is kind of, you know, a commie, but we'll Mm. get to that when we get to that. Uh, but his latest stunt was, uh, just going around, like he's paying people's surgeries so that they couldn't see again. Uh, and he's also doing things like, you know, uh, here, you know, giving $10,000 cash to, um, uh, there was one girl that was like about to graduate high school. So I think he gave her 50 grand to a, um, scholarship and just a whole bunch of stuff like that. I think I read that he spends somewhere, he loses somewhere around the range of like $1.4 million per video that he does. Which would, I don't know how it would be possible for us to verify that or not, but uh, he's definitely throwing around substantial amounts of cash. And the other thing is like, okay, well, <laughs> what he's doing is called mutual aid, and people could do a lot more mutual aid if they didn't have their tax dollars stolen from them by the government. Yeah, that, <clears throat> that's my favorite thing, like watching people be like, oh, well, People need welfare and yada. And it's like, well, why don't you just quit taking 30% of their fucking income before it even gets to their bank account? Yeah, because That'd probably people, help. people are generous. Like we should maybe some point we should run the numbers of what is donated from the average person. I'm not talking about like the billionaire predator class, but I mean, regular people on GoFundMe, on Give, Send, Go, on all of these things, because people are generous, you know, um, St. Jude, whatever. They give a lot of money and they would give a lot more and be able to give a lot more if, you know, 30, 40, 50% of everything that we make wasn't stolen from us. And I, someone can verify my numbers here, but I do believe that America is the number one country in the world that donates charity. Um, And it's also kind of cut between party lines where Republicans give out way more donations um, than Democrats do. Uh, Probably because the Democrats expect their taxes are going to go to pay for it. (laughs) Who knows what they think? Yeah. I've I've heard that same thing, those same statistics. So I I think you're correct. So (laughs) we've gotten a little bit further in the story. So Mr. Beast (laughs) donated a bunch of money to get... It's it's a bumpy road there. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's basically the story of what happened there is he posts a video where he's getting all this clout for paying for blind people's surgeries. And then Twitter becomes enraged because I guess it's Twitter. I haven't, I don't spend much time there. 
Good. Um, Good for you. Not willingly, though, right? Like, like you would if you didn't get, if you weren't banned all the time. Is that no, that's Facebook? Well, yeah, Facebook. Oh, Facebook. Okay. So I, I'm, I'm sitting on back to back 30 day Facebook bans. I'm currently in the clear, but I started to move to Twitter just because it's only a matter of time. Ah. Uh, turns out zipper tits don't like being called zipper tits. Who would have thought? Wow. See, if you don't Justin, want to be called zipper tits, don't zipper your tits off. Justin would have a lot more leeway for this stuff on Twitter. And I tag him and stuff all the time, and he doesn't even respond to me. And it's funny stuff. Rude. Highly well, rude. It's, I'm, I'm like an old person that, like, I finally figured out Facebook. Let me just use Facebook. But it's not... <laughs> It's not 2015 anymore. No. Or 2004. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Twitter gets enraged. Um, and then, uh, you know, like one Twitter user stated, this is nothing more than charity porn. Um, well, another felt that there was something extremely demonic about the video. And then a Twitch streamer, Hassan, Hassan Parker, is that it? The mm-hmm. Indian TYT guys, uh, super fucking faggot. <laughs> but I digress. Uh, and he he's he's chiming in and he's getting pissed off because oh well, you know why should he be able to get the clout for you know paying for these surgeries? It should be the government that's paying for all of the surgeries. And uh, Mr. Beast basically, you know. Agreed, saying, I don't understand why curable blindness is a thing. Why don't governments step in and help? Even if you're thinking purely from a financial standpoint, it's hard to see how they don't or why return on investment on taxes from people being able to work again. And uh, he finished off the the segment with uh, Twitter rich people should I'm sorry, Twitter rich people should help Others with their money. Me. Okay, I'll use my money to help people, and I promise to give away all my money before I die. Every single penny. Twitter. Mr. Beast bad. Which is, you know, sums it up pretty well. I can, I guess, I can at least get, like, the communist, like, aspect from it. Like, everyone should, you know, have the same. Uh, What I don't get are the people pissed off because it's, you know, so-called charity. Uh, you know who did not complain at any time? Any of the thousand people that can see now. Yeah. And you know what? If charity were as popular as porn was, we probably wouldn't have a a whole lot of problems in the world nowadays. That's true. And the the other thing that I would like to say about that is that people, um, you know, I can understand that they, they think that they are doing the right thing by being communist or socialist or whatever and making people pay their fair share and helping out the those in need. But we all know that that is not how it works. Apparently, our federal government feels like they have $100 billion of our tax dollars to give out, and that did not go to people here in this country. So okay. if you think that the government deciding how much to take and where to spend the money works look at what is going on in ukraine right now because obviously i hate any money being taken from us but if they were like we're gonna spend a hundred billion dollars to fix 
XYZ crisis that they go on and on and on about. And I would be like, great, fix it and shut the fuck up. Move on, please. But that's not how it works because they never want to fix the problem. They want to keep fear mongering and using the problems for their political fodder. So they have no incentive to fix problems. Yeah, if mm. if if you're the lead, you know, czar on homelessness and you make 250 grand a year, what incentive do you have to actually cure homelessness? Nothing. If you if you completely fix homelessness the next day, all you're doing is kicking yourself out of a job. Yeah, they See, have no incentive. Those people are dumb because what they need to do is say I can fix homelessness in within one year, but you are going to pay me for my czar position for the next 20 years. It would be, it would be worth it to get some of these people to shut the fuck up. Yeah. So the homeless problem would get fixed, but that guy would have no incentive to keep it going, you know? Well, and here's, here's the other issue. Excuse me. They don't need your taxes. They've proved they have proven that they don't need income. They can just print all the dollar bills. As much mm. as they want, yep. Uh, so really, as far as I can tell, taxes are just there to keep you poor. <laughs> to, to keep you from getting a little too comfortable in, yes, in your lifestyle. Because if you imagine if we didn't have inflation, if we didn't have money printing that was happening, that, you know, going back decades and decades and decades or, you know, over the last 100 years since the Federal Reserve uh, was enacted, then people's quality of life, if you were just like a regular working person, would be really, really good. And they didn't want that for us. And that's why you have what we have now. 80% of all U.S. dollars in existence were printed uh, between January 2020 uh, to October 2021. Which was four trillion to twenty trillion. Hmm. Okay. It's a huge amount of cash that they printed, yeah, and people, you know, they were handing out all the STEMI money and all that stuff, and people wanted that. And now your groceries are literally a hundred percent more. Man, when I was a kid, I had three brothers and no, I had two brothers and a sister growing up. And I remember going to Kroger with my mom, and she would literally fill up two, like, full-size grocery carts, like, overflowing to the brim. And I can remember, like, walking out the automatic doors going, like, man, I can't believe it. Like, this was $100. Like, we can't <laughs> afford to eat. And um, I re relay that story to, you know, different people throughout the years and a lot of them are like oh well, yeah but you know uh wages has gone up since then too and it's like have they though mm. not, not in I'm, relation to inflation not right it's close. like yeah not not in that perspective yeah i don't know i don't know how you raise a family in today's day like you got to be a millionaire well, yep. I think you have to be really like scraping. You got to be really careful about your budget and stuff like that. I guess at this point, you just need a couple chickens and, you know, get your eggs on the black market. There you go. Yeah, I've always, I've always, in my, you know, grand 
you know, ever-changing theory of modern culture, one of the thing, one of the aspects of that is that it's so much more expensive to live now than it than it did decades ago. You know, back in the 40s, 50s, even in the 80s, you you could afford to run a household with one working parent. You know, but now you just cannot do that. Right. And it's not, and it's not because you know we're we're making less or things are cheaper to or more expensive to produce. It's that everything is more expensive because of all of the layers and layers of taxation and regulation and uh, you know all of this this government stuff and they each layer is so thin but man they just keep piling it on and it, and it just makes it incredibly difficult to live like we used to and back in the simpler days you know yeah and that's intentional you know the, the predator class who think that they are literal gods among men did they want the common man to be able to even be close to them no they don't. They want the people that are the super, super wealthy to be their minions, which is what you have with like the sports stars and politicians and um, people in the music industry and all that kind of stuff. They want them to know that their wealth is because they allow them to have it. Yeah. And that's horrific. Everyone should be disgusted by those thoughts. And that is why everyone listening should go and at least subscribe and like to our podcast so that we have enough fuck you money to <laughs> not bow down i'm just kidding <laughs> we, um, we can, if hey if we if we make enough money amongst in the in the union of the unknowns universe we can we could start a a society of like-minded folks and we'll invite all of our listeners to come and visit and pay an uh, entrance fee did you guys see? I think it was in Georgia. Uh, like a ham, like like a dozen like college kids or something, bought out like an entire elementary school, and they turned it into like apartments for them and like all their friends. And now they just collect rent, and it's like substantially cheaper than anything else would be. That's amazing. Really? I didn't know that. What was that? I'd say like the first like eight hundred k we make. Let's put it into. A compound love it and yeah. then we'll just put up a sign out front that's like please don't wake us for sure <laughs> but i think we're gonna have to grift a lot harder and yeah. ask people to smash that like button if or, <laughs> or bill gates if you're listening my Fuck voice you. is for sale just yeah, tell me know, what you want me to say for the right price we'll make it happen <clears throat> mr gates sir if you will notice, there is, I believe on Spotify, a donate button. Eh? Eh? You Bill Gates, we you reject your titty milk, you piece of shit. Three mil, oh. I'll drink your titty milk straight from the source. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the kind of milk that you're talking about isn't going to come from, you know, the top part of his body. Three million dollars. <laughs> no, he has a titty milk. <laughs> I can I can get a nice nice little shack in Cambodia for that price, man. Oh, you could probably get a hell of a lot more than a shack in Cam Cambodia with three million bucks, dude. 
Well, you got to make it. I mean, I'm not going to work. I'm not sucking any more titty milk. So <laughs> we're going to have to make that last. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on. I've got a, I've got a story that kind of... I feel know, like I, you really wanted to move it off of Bill Gates' teddy milk there, man. To our <laughs> listeners, I, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't apologize. It makes us look weak. She yeah, apologizes but, well, for instigating it. What if That's they the are... Part. Yeah, You can't bad. start a fight and be like, no, guys, no, no. I'm sorry. Um... <laughs> I lost, I lost the, uh, I lost the plot here. My apologies. That's okay. Uh, uh, the plot was capitalism good, Mr. Beast probably pretty good. Sorry, Mr. go ahead, Mr. Kyle. Beast's actions have a positive outcome, it's would right. seem. And he's getting flack for bullshit nobody gives a shit about. Yeah, it was a very generous, um... It was a very generous gesture, and yeah. um, I, I feel like that's really amazing for all those people. So that's awesome. Mm -hmm. All right. I, I picked a story here that I thought might bring us down a little bit, but I don't know. Maybe you'll, you'll <laughs> well, find it amusing instead of down. I can turn anything funny. Throw it at me. All right. So do you, what do you guys remember about the movie Dances with Wolves? I didn't Anything? watch it. Don't spoil it. I, I remember that it was a VHS tape, and I turned it on once I fell asleep like 15 minutes into it. It was a pretty long movie. Kevin it Costner. started out with like a bunch of dancing, right? No. It no. starts off with a civil war. Maybe I'm thinking of a different movie then. Yeah, anyway, uh, there's in the movie, and I'm not going to spoil anything, Kevin Costner is a... a You've had boy. 40 years to watch it. Like, just spoil it, man. Ashley just said don't spoil it because she's planning on watching it this weekend, right? She had her chance. So he's he's a Civil War guy, and he does kind of a heroic deed. And uh, the his commanders, you know, ask him, you know, if there's anything we can do, let us know. And so he says... Well, I want to see the frontier before I die or whatever. So they send him off to this remote outpost out out west, out in the frontier. And he meet, you know, it's there's there's Indians and uh he has to handle this outpost and whatever. So one of the one of the children from the the Indian tribe that he befriends um has since grown up. The actor, right? The actor's grown up now. Yes, that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a, a while ago. His name in the movie was Smiles A Lot. In real life, his name is Nathan Lee Chasing His Horse. Okay. He goes by Nathan Chasing Horse. So this guy was recently arrested. Uh, was he arrested for chasing horse stick? Eh, not exactly. Any any uh, any guesses as to why he was arrested? I'm <clears throat> I'm nervous here. My best guess was horse bestiality. So I would say if it's it's uh, not that crazy. I mean, it's okay. it's weird as shit. And I when I saw the headline, I was taken aback by just because of who he is. But uh, 
anyway, I'll just tell you. Uh, so in the years since his movie and he grew up or whatever, he has started a cult oh. involving underage girls and sexual favors and trafficking. He's got something like six wives uh, through this this cult that he's got. Uh, he was going around claiming to be a uh, like a shaman. People were following him as a healer, medicine man, holy person. Anyway, some of the alleged victims were as young as 13, mm. according to the warrant. Uh, I'm going to read some of this to you. One of Chasing Horse's wives was allegedly offered to him as a gift when, he, when she was 15, mm. while another wife became his wife after turning 16. He's also accused of recording sexual assaults and arranging sex with the victims for other men who allegedly paid him. So this guy has become this crazy and, uh, Indian medicine man, sex cult leader. And, and he's not a cop? And he's not a cop. But sounds the cops like, got him. I was going to say, it sounds <laughs> like typical cop behavior. Uh, yeah, some, some, some of it sounds pretty close, but... Uh, he was also kicked out of his his reservation for some of this stuff. For that, okay. And, but, but doesn't he have it reserved? Dumb. All right. Adding in my own sound effects. Sorry. So that um, it does sound very Hollywood. I I didn't even think cop. I thought Hollywood because it's full of satanic pedophiles. So. Well. Anyway, this guy, uh, he's going to go to jail for a while. But he was, he, his whole thing was, was uh, busted due to a uh, anonymous tip to the police mm -hmm. last, last year. And so they were putting together this case over the past several months. Well, and that's it. I guess. I, I thought it was kind of a dark tale because of what he was doing, but, you know, he's been caught. So, and, know. At least he's not gay. <laughs> so that would have been like twice as evil. Well, but then... <laughs> I'm sorry I've had vodka. Then he could claim membership in Nambla, and doesn't that protect you from that kind of stuff? Mm. I am still... I still cannot wrap my brain around... I mean, in 2023, I can, like, okay, yeah, Nambla's a thing. But, like, 1997, Nambla's a thing? Oh, it's that's been. A, so, I think that's been around since the '60s or '70s or something like that. That is so hard to. What like, is that again, Kiel? I believe it stands for the National Man Association Boy. of Man. No, North NAM. I was going to Google it, but I'm afraid to type it into Google. North. It's the National Association for Man Boy Love. Or National North America, what something like that? Man okay. Boy Love Association. Um, yeah, it's North American Man Boy Love Association. There you go. Very disturbing, but the this actually has hallmarks of a couple of other cults. You may remember the Nexium cult, mm -hmm. and the, uh, I while I don't know if there was 
the association with underage, I know that they were considered predatory and they were branding women and there was some thought that perhaps there was trafficking going on, which sounds about right. So it, you know, these things have hallmarks uh, in a lot of cases, and this sounds very similar to that. Mm -hmm. So when I Googled NAMBLA to figure out what it stood for, the Wikipedia entry says the North American Man Boy Love Association is a pedophilia and peder pederasty. 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 I've never heard of that word in my life. It sounds like something Terrence would say. Oh, yeah, you have heard it if you watch The Big Lebowski because yeah. he talks about the Jesus. He said he's a pederast, dude. He's a pederast. Am I about to get a bunch of boomer hate for not having seen it? Probably. <clears throat> Do you think that Kill and I are boomers? Is that what you're saying? I'm just saying you're closer to the era that I would be. How dare you? <laughs> You know, I I think of both of you guys as, you know, wildly younger than me, so. But I'm not that much younger than you, Keel. Aren't you like 28 or something? I was going to say, I, I thought she just turned 21 recently. Yes, I just had my 21st birthday. Thank you. And that's why she doesn't drink, because she just became of legal drinking age. Yep, and I'm still getting used to it. <laughs> <laughs> It happens. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, that is a disturbing story, but it doesn't oh, surprise me. Can I make it slightly more disturbing and just inform you that the um, apparently the age of boys that the men prefer to love is between the ages of 5 and 10. Mm. <laughs> Let's nah. just all take a second and think you know how blessed we've been that we didn't get nam blood yeah that's wood chipper territory yeah yeah, yeah. I, I tell you what if somebody ever does that to my kid or 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 even like a buddy's kid or, or a neighbor's kid that that person is going to get assassinated by me at some point so i'm pretty sure was it nate diaz that it was like i think it's daughter got molested and he actually went and like murdered the person and now he's in jail it was oh, one of the ufc him. guys not nate diaz nick it and nate work. are um they're out they're still hmm. i don't know i would i would murder the person i would assassinate them kane vasquez and i would i would turn myself in and it, during the trial i would say or uh, I, I I would want to have it to go to trial, so yeah. I could I could plead my case, but jury. I don't know that I would plead not guilty though. No, because you're like, no, I did it. But see, if yeah. they if they That's... don't believe in in the the law in that particular case, which would be correct, for, you know, morally, then they could choose not to convict you based on that. Yeah. they just so... have to not agree with the law. The plea you would enter would be no contest, meaning you don't contest that you were, you know, mm -hmm. did what you're accused of. Um, and also, uh, that's why jury nullification is so important. Exactly. Like, yeah. if you get jury duty, like, go do it because you very well could save someone's life. And, you know, I, I wouldn't even... <laughs> 
I, I, I had to go to jail for that, I'd be okay with it. I'm, I'm pretty sure it, the, the rumor has always been, at least the, what I've heard, that guys in jail really, really hate other guys in jail that do stuff to kids. Yeah, kids that, and old people. Does that translate into guys who would have been, who would be in my position to say they would give me a little more respect? So I you probably, probably get a little bit more. You probably get a little bit more cred. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. I still probably wouldn't want to be there if you didn't have to. So. No. No. But I'm, I'm just saying, I would have no problems assassinating that person, and then. I would be honest about it. I wouldn't, yeah. you know, please show up at the house the next day. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll go. Yeah, because there are some crimes that you... Um, I just you, could not live with myself if somebody like that and, was drawing the same kind of air on the plan that I was, you know. And that's the problem with the government owning monopoly on legal violence. Yep. Because I like to think that when NAMBLA was formed... A bunch of locals would have been, oh, fuck no, and gone and taken care of business, and then that would have just been dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a little bit less messy than wood chippers. Maybe. Speaking of wood chippers, you should go, you were asking about movies to watch or shit to watch the other day. You should go and watch a bunch of Coen movies, Coen Brothers movies. Who, me? No, I'm talking to Justin. Oh, okay. Both don't of you, you, mean, if you haven't, then you should. Don't you mean the Cohen sisters? You're thinking of the Wachowskis. Yes, the Matrix nah. brothers. No, the Matrix sisters. The Matrix let's sisters. Not be, let's not be transphobic here, Oopsie. please. Yeah, let's not be afraid of people who are afraid to agree with their own junk. Okay. It's not, that's, it's not fear, it's disgust. Like I just want to make that clear. Like They're no disgusted. one's afraid of you. We're disgusted. Oh. I mean, I look. If <laughs> actually it's about to get spicy. Oh yeah. I'm not. I'm not because it's it's Spice it up. it's it's, it's whole it. it's the whole entire topic because I I had the thought I was like you know what if somebody is an adult and they want to do that then that's your prerogative to do so as long as you are not getting any type of government assistance to go towards your surgeries and things like that. But then I thought about a conversation that we had with tunes and he said, but they're mentally ill. Would you tell someone who was bulimic or anorexic? Yeah, you're right. You shouldn't eat. Yeah, you're right. You, you should go throw up a little bit more and we're going to pay for your medical expenses to allow that. Like, it just doesn't seem spiritually good. You wouldn't you wouldn't tell a schizophrenic person you hear the voices too. Yes. So I mean so I thought about hilarious. I thought about that, like with him saying that, and I thought that that was a good point. And then you have a whole but but still someone being adult is one thing. But then when you have children, that is really where it it's in my opinion, we're getting into like Munchausen by proxy territory because often if you have a three, four or five-year-old, we obviously know that there's no way that they could think that, that they could know that. And so you have an adult who was at the helm who is pushing that on them. 
and who is encouraging that on them. And to think that you would put a, a child that age on medication or, you know, start having them change their gender or, or essentially forcing your ideology on them. It's really disturbing. You know, it's not necessarily like if I had, if I come into contact with a trans person, I, I have no beef with that, but leave the children alone. Yeah. But to them, to them, that's, that's natural. Well, to them, it's, you know, if you, if you grow up and you, you feel like you're in the wrong body to them, it's, yeah, I have the right to to choose my the body that's right that feels right. Well, and then there's so do, so do my kids, you know. Then there's the work that people like Dr. Deborah So have done that show like something like ninety percent of all trans uh, kids are just gay. Right, and then you also have you know when we were growing up, uh, a more masculine girl would have been like Donna on that 70s show, right? Like she was a, a, a bit of a tomboy type, um, especially when they were growing up. But a girl who was more masculine or who wasn't a girly girl was known as a tomboy. That doesn't mean you're a dude. No, if you're if you're a tomboy, you need to go and chop your tits off right now. <laughs> I wouldn't describe Donna on that 70s show as anything close to a tomboy. But what I'm saying is, like, she was... She is not, like, petite and small. Right. She wasn't the Jackie of the show. Like, Jackie calls her a lumberjack. She dresses, you know, she'll wear, like, a baseball shirt. She was a bit of an Amazon, but that's not the same thing. Right. But she played basketball with the guys. She tussled with Eric. Like, when they were kids, they were... They would roughhouse together closer Mm. to, you know, a little bit more of a masculine on the female. Is what I'm saying. Like, she just wasn't a shrinking violet. She wasn't like, oh, I'm super feminine. I'm wearing bows or whatever. But she, somebody like that could have been like, oh, well, in today's day and time, you're trans. You're, you should be a dude. No, you're just a tomboy. And girls grow out of that. And sometimes you may have an effeminate male. I don't know if they grow out of that, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're female as well. And then, of course, I think with the whole trans thing, the push for this is more about, well, some people in the Liberty community think that it, or alt news, whatever you want to say, that it's more about transhumanism and getting people to accept doing crazy things to their, their biological form, which maybe that's it. And then of course there's a thought that maybe this is going after the family unit, right? Because if you are someone who is a male and then you or, or on either side and you change, you have bottom surgery, you, you're not producing a child after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's something that bothers me too. Uh, the, the terms top and bottom surgery, those aren't regular terms for me. So whenever I read them in an article or something, I always go tops. She got top surgery. What, what are you talking Oh, Turning oh, turn poles into holes and holes into poles. That's one of those trans things yeah and i didn't really know i don't know what is the correct anatomical description of what the the bottom surgery is you know the correct anatomical term i do believe is gaping wound well it used to be sex change operation 
That's okay. what it always That's fair. was. Okay, fine. That's yes. what it always was. Okay, yeah. So if you have the sex change operation, then you're not producing children either way. And then you also have the whole, the um, inversion of what is, right? So biologically, men and women are supposed to procreate and continue the species and have children and things like that. And then you have people who now are totally switching that and you don't, have- Don't call it unnatural. It but, is unnatural. But is it a problem that the people that can't, that are mentally ill can't reproduce? I don't know. I just know that it's a weird, the whole thing is weird. Like- oh. It's demonic at its core. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like whenever you're talking about um, feminism, right? Like this is what it has turned into to dudes deciding that they're females and like some crazy, crazy things that are done to like simulate a period and all. And it's are like you you're, you're, you're making a mockery of being a, a woman. It's weird. So are you saying that a trans woman putting tomato paste up their gaping wound is somehow um, discredited? Are you saying that's the N-word for you, for women, <laughs> for turfs? <laughs> I'm saying that it is, um, it's weird. It's getting weird out there. I'm saying that that <laughs> feels, at a point, it feels... Yes, like it is mocking females, like the Dylan Mulvaney or um, yep. whatever, this TikTok star. So they were showing him on the Grammys, and he had had the uh, some facial feminization surgery recently happening. And I was like, so they're just making him look like a woman. And people were like, oh, and it was the same with Caitlyn Jenner, like, like oh, stunning and brave, stunning and brave. And it's like, what? But they're not like they're not a real woman. Like what is going on here? You're going to get and us banned. I know. Say, take this, take out whatever you need to take out. Kill. No, we're not like, going like on YouTube. We're, we don't, we don't censor ourselves here. No, we're the real deal. That Dylan Mulvaney dude, like what, like I think it was his big famous TikTok that blew up was him, like going into a forest in like six inch high heels being like, Oh, like maybe just acting like a fucking gay fairy, and it's like just like a literal caricature of like, like a woman from like the seventies. And is isn't it funny how all these progressive people will tell you like it's oh like you know everybody's beautiful and all this, but every like drag queen and fucking trans person goes for like the stereotypical you know woman look, like the bombshell look. Right. Not, not drag queens, but in the trans um, situation, a lot of them want to look like uh, Blair. What's her Blair, Blair White? White? Yes. Would. Or which definitely uh, would. Right. That with the like a super super hot female. That's the goal. So it's really an inversion of that. And then there was one more point. Oh, the whole thing with turfs, right? So if you look at what's going on with J.K. Rowling. So it's a trans exclusionary radical. radical feminist and they call her a turf because she oh, okay. feels like letting men take over feminism is not good and that it's actually the antithesis of 
feminism, which she's right. And then she has been basically people canceled. People are losing their mind over the new Harry Potter game that just came out because they don't want to support JK Rowling. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. uh, Thing I wanted to point out uh, that, that always, it always uh, grinds my gears is as when you're, it it seems to be, and I, I don't know because I'm not in the community, but just from observation, uh, trans active people seem to get really bent out of shape when you use the wrong pronouns, boy, girl, man, woman, yada, yada, yada. I just got to tell you for all of our trans listeners out there, we respect your choices, but for the love of God, just nobody is talking about your chosen gender when they say man, woman, boy, they're talking about your the what sex you, you were born like. with. No, they're they're talking about your 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 biological gender chromosomes. Yeah, that's what people are talking. The rest of the world, when you say, "Hey, look at that dude over there," they assume in their mind that that was a biological male human when that person was born. They're not talking about the the chosen gender that you feel you are now or whatever you wanted to change to they're talking about what they think you were born as that's that's what the entire rest of the world is talking about the people in your community the, the trans community have their own way of dealing with pronouns but just so you know so don't get bent out of shape nobody means any ill will by it no nope, i do Okay, well, if Justin says that you guys can jump all over him, because he'd probably like that. He might. <laughs> you haven't seen my history. It's um, yeah, it's it's a weird, it's a weird time, and you know, you used to be able to state the obvious. You know, her, like Austin Powers, that's a man, it's a baby. man, man. Mm-hmm. It's a man, baby. I'm sorry. I actually, I actually watched those movies not too long ago too. Oh yeah, but I'm um, and I think a big. So I'm actually in some groups on the internet that basically it's kind of like women posting their L's online on Twitter, uh, which is a great Twitter follow uh, if you need any recommendations. But it's just like clearly like a six foot man with beard stubble in a dress, being like you know taking selfies or like. Like, look how I'm feeling cute today. And then, like, 200 other trans, grotesque trans men <laughs> are like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. You look, you look just like a woman. And it's, like, these echo chambers have become, like, delusionary for them. Those are just and, trolls. <laughs> they have to be. They're, they're literally not. trolls. They look like trolls. It looks <laughs> like they live under a bridge, and when you walk by, they're going to be like, it'll be three gold coins to pass. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they look like. And a lot of they're them... They're canceled. <laughs> yeah. <and a> lot... <laughs> so, here, here's the thing, because, like, if you go to Thailand, look, go to YouTube and search um, uh, Thailand's Got Talent uh like um is it a man or a woman or something like that and it is this um man that is a now a woman and you 
I'm sorry to all the women here and all the women listening. That man was like one of the top 10 hottest women I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so, and like, I fell in love with her before I found out that it's a dude. Uh, and then like between like that, because like these Southeastern Asian countries, like the men are a lot more petite than Western yeah. men. So it's a lot easier for them to pass. So they see like all this and like, you know, the anime girls and everything. And they think that, like, I mean, I don't know what they, I don't think they think a whole lot, to be honest. But I think they see a whole lot of that. And they're like, oh, yes, this is like, this is going to be me. Well, you know, maybe. That's it for my hate rant. Maybe to folks who live out in Southeast Asia, that the, um, that the, the trannies we have over here look look really good too because they can't tell the difference, you know, because they're not used to the. No, I'd say just go back to that video from several years ago from that man in GameStop kicking shit over in the store, going, "It's ma'am." <laughs> I mean, you no, I know what fair, you're talking about. It's you have a fair share of that. And I would say that it's not that I'm unsympathetic to people having a hard time feeling like trying to find what helps them as a person. And I think sometimes it comes out that way, or it's expressed that way as like, oh, this is the answer. I feel like this. So I feel like I should be, um, I feel like I'm trans or whatever, like a vulnerable population essentially is what I'm trying to say. And then having this huge progressive push towards that, I think it affects people that maybe it wouldn't otherwise have affected them. It wouldn't have happened otherwise, but you have so many lost people, you know, and it, it goes yeah. back to, I mean, kind of early Jordan B. Peterson stuff of like, or, or, you know, further back than that of people searching for a meaning in their life and i think that we're at peak retardism yeah like peak not having meaning um and so people do things like this that are you know over the top and i'm not saying that trans people didn't exist before you know the last 20 30 years i know that they did but but something's changed right and we know that there's a huge progressive push for it and I believe that the vast majority of transgender kids are coming out of states like California, which is just kind of like one of those weird quinky dink things. Right. It would be interesting to look at that. And then you have a very high suicide rate in that community. And that's not funny to me. You know, these are some vulnerable people um, well, that, that deserve meme, help. The meme for the bigots is, you know, there's a 41% suicide rate among the trans community. So a lot of the times the meme is just like only forty. <laughs> Never mind. But yes, I agree. It's 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 not necessarily even their fault. It's like society has failed a lot of these young people. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but where do you? I mean, where do we go from here? And it can't be that this mentally ill person gets to teach my child uh kindergarten class right yeah yeah i think uh we you know we we've had shows talking about this topic before and 
you know, I always, I always like to say, you know, guys out there, um, well, sleep on it before you make a life altering decision. Yeah. Well, Give it a it's... couple of years and see how you feel. You know, you've got plenty of time if you're a youngster and you're thinking about making some kind of change here. Yeah. And the other thing that I would say is that it, it look at what some people who now question some of the surgeries that they have had, look at what they're going through. It is really, really serious stuff. Like for females, for them to create a penis, they take out a a huge chunk of the skin on their arm to do that. And it it is like, it is super scarred. It's very difficult to even look at that they took that much of their arm skin to do that. And it's it's serious stuff. And then of course you have like what, Justin called when they remove their breasts, there's major scars all the way across the chest. Zippers. Um, we called them zippers. I'm not calling them zippers. And then the other thing um, is that on the male to female or female to male surgery, sometimes it screws up everything. Like the, the, the area doesn't ever heal. It does not even function correctly anymore. Like they have issues with urine leaking. They have issues with constant infection. They have issues feeling like they smell all of the time because of those issues. Have you guys ever had like a, like, like road grass? Like I remember as a kid, I used to skateboard. I remember like just getting like these, like just cuts, like all down my arm. And then like, yeah, just road rash. And I can remember like smelling it as a kid. And like, it's not a good smell. Like, I just imagine like everything there just smells like a infected wound. Well, I would say that it it probably doesn't on everybody, but I I think that I've seen enough that it, I think it's a common issue. Let's be fair. A lot of vaginas don't smell that great to begin with, but it's not like I don't even think it's compared. <laughs> <laughs> there's another group <laughs> that's gonna cancel us tonight oh. <clears throat> hey uh do we have time for anything any other stories or uh can we just cut our losses and uh, <laughs> cut it down now <laughs> well i did want to mention do you guys remember it was probably like a decade ago it was a tlc show and also are you guys aware that the tlc channel stands for the learning channel yes it's nothing but garbage like the to, worst of society it used to play magic school bus reruns yeah i used to have learning stuff on like little educational documentaries and shit on there now you have my 1200 pound life and my name is jazz well it, it's do you, it's gone the same way as the history channel did you know like based on their demographic they push the limits to you know, kind of brainless entertainment. And then they did the same thing on the History Channel. History Channel used to have like real documentaries and crap. And now it's, you know, Curse of Oak Island and ancient, and ancient Aliens constantly. So it's like not not really real documentaries. What ancient alien theorists believe what might have happened is... Isn't right. it possible that it could be aliens? Yes. But is it, do you guys remember that show on TLC? My name is Jazz. It was like the 13-year-old trans kid. I had heard about it, but I never watched it. 
I stopped so, watching that channel a long time. Yeah, ago. I mean, I, I never watched it, but I, I f- remember following the news. And basically what happened was, uh, as a, before he, she hit puberty, it was a boy that turned into a girl, that her their parents put her on a hormone blocker, so she never went through puberty. Um, so what happens when they're trying to turn a pole into a hole is they actually take the penis and they invert it inwards. And um, she actually wasn't able to even have the surgery because of the hormone blockers because she still had like a carton-sized pee-pee. Mm. <laughs> yeah, great. I mean... So that's just another, you know, reason why not to put... Why not to do that to your kids? Yeah, yeah, and the other thing is, what about the long-term safety effects of putting your child on on amounts of hormones that their body is not producing well, regularly, or here's, blocking the hormones that the body is producing to go into puberty? Here's the one that gets me more: is the women that are taking male hormones, and even men that are taking female hormones and able in order to like force their bodies to breastfeed like now all of those uh, androgynous hormones are being pumped into the baby through the breast milk and i mean that's that's as far as i'm concerned that's putting out crack babies yeah Mm. we don't know what implications this is going to have on people long term and we do know that there have been some controversy when like if women would be going into to menopause to give like estrogen supplements and things like that that there were health consequences for that so you know who knows what this could potentially do for the long-term health of kids it's you know in that way also it's disturbing um now i did want to get to my story um I was just going to ask, what was your story? Because I feel like I've just been ranting against trans people for half an hour. We have, or you have. (laughs) Uh, Yes, go uh, go ahead. Uh, We can go over a little bit. Yeah, I just wanted to to quickly go over. This is a little bit of a white pill, in my opinion. So according to an article by IJR.com, CNN has the worst ratings week in nine years as Fox News continues to dominate. But there's even worse news on the horizon. So, of course, whenever I read that and I heard that's even worse news for CNN, I was totally thrilled. It made me so happy. Um, I think that CNN and and really Fox, too, uh, but CNN is even worse. I think they're an enemy of the people. They've been lying to people, gaslighting people. They've been pushing dangerous misinformation. Um uh, so I was really happy to read this. So just to give you a little bit of a blip, the rap reported that Nielsen ratings clocked 4,444, I'm sorry, 444,000 viewers in CNN's primetime lineup during that week, which was the week of January 16th through the 22nd. So just to reiterate, in case I confused anybody, it's 444 thousand viewers that they racked up during that week 
And even worse, it landed only 93,000 viewers in the coveted 25 to 54 demographic. Total day numbers came in at 417,000 viewers and only 80,000 in that 25 to 54 demographic. So I thought that, that was really good because they deserve this and have it coming to them and for what they have done and lied to people and gaslit people. And then the other thing is that Don Lamont was given a morning show and apparently his morning show is not doing well at all. According to the Jimmy Dore segment that I listened to about this, John, uh, Don Lamont and his co-workers are not really cohesing. They don't really have a good uh, rapport with one another. They're not vibing. And so I think they're trying to change out some of the leadership of that to, to try to get that show actually up and going. But I think that they that these people have lost the plot. I think that they pushed it too far. They've lied to people so much that people have had enough. And then just to counter that, I would like to, to just share some numbers from Fox. So Fox and Friends is a morning show and that is garnering nearly a million viewers. Now I'm iffy on if that's a million a week or a million per day, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was per day because people are think, not watching CNN. I think those numbers are weekly. Okay. Then, I don't know for sure, but weekly um, sounds right. That does yeah. sound right. And that would that would track with the other numbers for the other shows. So um I thought that that was a pretty stark contrast. Um that they are are outperforming them by that much, which goes to show you that people are looking for a little bit of truth, a little bit of honesty. Um, and people are also obviously rejecting what CNN is pushing, which is all the progressive stuff, the pro war with, you know, with Russia stuff, the vaccine stuff. And I'm sure that Fox is guilty of, of a lot of that as well. In fact, I know that they are, but then the other person who is working for Fox, who actually, you know, I have the understanding. I believe that Tucker is a propagandist for sure, but he is actually speaking the truth on a lot of issues. He's calling out the Bidens. He's calling out the vaccines, at least now, finally, whereas no one else was doing that. And he is getting 3.1 million views per episode. And that probably doesn't even count the clips that are going out online of him or the clips on YouTube and things like that. And then, of course, you even that is a low number if you compare what the numbers somebody like Joe Rogan is getting every week, every episode it's in what? 10 million an episode. Maybe I would say hundreds. Yeah. Maybe yeah, even more than that. Especially on a popular episode. I wouldn't imagine like if you give it a year, it could get a billion views. Um, yeah. So I think that this really interesting and something to kind of keep your eye on is for people to continue rejecting the bullshit that has been crammed down our throats for the past, especially during COVID times, but even, you know, 2016, whenever Trump came into the, to the fold. And I, I know these people have been at it for a long time, but that's when they really lost it. And they did have that to the fear of Trump and all the things that Trump is going to do, this, that, and the other thing. They had that to use to manipulate their audience, and they don't have it anymore. And I think that people are finally fed up. So I think that's great. Yeah. 
That absolutely. Uh, preach on, sister. How that, many? Don't, don't buy in the bullshit. That's golly. You don't have to agree with us. Just don't buy into the bullshit. Yeah, just stop, know stop, that they're lying to you. Start thinking many, to your damn selves. Come how on. many viewers did you say they reach on their their latest Nelson? Uh, for um the prime time four hundred and forty four thousand. Wait, all right, four hundred. Wait, four hundred. Yes. <laughs> all right. So if you guys really want to stick it to CNN, get ten of your friends to subscribe to us and have them get 10 of their friends to subscribe to us. And pretty soon we're going to be punching down on CNN from our thrones. And <laughs> I promise you, I will be ridiculing. I'll be straight up roasting them. Good. I love to see it. I want you to roast Don Lamont and Brian Stelter. Ooh. Here's the thing with Don Lamont though. They're going to call me racist. <laughs> And they don't even know if I am or not. So that's How unfair. We we won't call you that, though. No. We'll just know that Don Lamont <laughs> is a lying propagandist, and that's why we can't stand him. We should have him on our show. So we gonna, can tell Justin, are you going to tweet him? Mm, you guys are trying to get me banned off Twitter, aren't you? <laughs> just inviting him on our show is going to get you banned? Invite him on our show, and then, you know, when he doesn't respond, but at least somebody will see our tweet and go, oh. Tell you what, <laughs> once we get to 100 reviews, I will personally see to it that Don Lamont appears on our podcast um, to answer for his crimes against humanity. Perfect. Okay. We're almost or at the very least, Don Lamont's voice. Love oh, it. Yeah, okay. Uh, all right. Uh, I think that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sorry for taking us off the rails there. Uh, okay. Uh, so wrap it up. <laughs> How about that? How does that what, sound? What did you say? We'll wrap it up. We will wrap it up. You better also get have more kids. Yes. That's good. Good advice. All right. Uh, Ashley, how can people get in touch with us? I'm glad you asked. They can find us and all the ways to contact us, which is many and expanding all the time, really, at our website, unionoftheunknowns.com. And I also wanted to give a specific um, plug to our new platform that we are on, which is Rockfin. And uh, that's kind of really cool for us. This is uh, kind of an exclusive platform. No, it's not just for everybody and anybody to just get on for without, you know, for no reason. And there's a lot of really cool creators over there who are putting out alternative media. And uh, I feel like it's a pretty big honor for us to be on that platform. So I'm very excited about that. And um, feel free to check us out in, um, in that space. That's yeah, what we work in to get us on OnlyFans you'll be the headliner on that on that account justin yeah. don't uh, don't don't threaten me with a good time <laughs> uh but yeah we're gonna we're 
trying to work to some uh, exclusive premium content to put up on Rockman too. So yes, that'll be, be on that'll the lookout be for that. Good to see. All right. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Justin, for your article articles. Did we even get any in? I don't know. And insights. Um, thank you, Keel. Yes. Thank you, listeners. And we are out. Y'all have a good night. Good night. Not Your Mama's News has been a production of the Union of the Unknowns podcast. New episodes are available weekly on all your favorite podcasting networks. Ready, spaghetti.